Welcome to the Art of Communication, where entrepreneurs learn to grow their business more effectively through mastering their ability to connect to others. Whether you're looking to increase revenue, widen your network, or just getting others to buy into your vision, we'll help you dramatically transform your business and life by communicating more effectively, improving your leadership skills, and reinvesting time back into your family. You're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and your life. So let's start the conversation with your host, Greg Rice. Hey guys, today I'm going to get into the fascinating topic of eye contact. One, I'm going to talk about the importance of eye contact within the context of Zoom in virtual meetings, which is something we're all doing a ton of right now. And interestingly, it's extremely important, but we're probably doing it wrong. So I want to talk about some tips on how to do it right. And then secondly, I'm going to dive into just the importance of overall eye contact, the huge impact it can have on your ability to influence and understand others. Um, and then also talk about some tips, how to do it right. What's the appropriate amount of eye contact? Um, how long should I look into somebody's eyes before looking away? And how can I get really good at this? So stay tuned. It's a powerful episode, and I hope that you take a lot away from it. So I was recently on a Zoom call. I'm sure a lot of you have been on a ton of Zoom calls lately, right? But um, what I noticed was that every time the person I was speaking with spoke to me, they were looking down and to the right. And whenever I was speaking to them, I was doing the same thing, right? We weren't really making eye contact. When I was talking to them, I was looking at their picture. I was looking at their eyes. <laughs> but it didn't appear to them that I was looking at their eyes, right? And, and the same was true for me. And it got me wondering how important is eye contact to video calls? And more broadly, how important is eye contact overall to communication? Right, so to answer the first question, recent research has showed that eye contact via video is just as important as it is in person. Your mind actually reacts the same way from a biological perspective as it would if somebody was making eye contact with you in person. So we definitely wanna do the best that we can to try to have real eye contact um, in a Zoom meeting. So I'm going to circle back around to how we can do that. At the end, I'm going to share some tips specific to Zoom meetings. But this got me going down the rabbit hole of eye contact overall and, and how important it is to our communication and our relationships. So the main thing to take away is that we're all naturally built to see eye contact as a nonverbal sign of trust, right? Research has shown that eye contact produces oxytocin in the brain, which generates those feelings of trust. It's even been shown that from a leadership perspective that your team will take faster and more effective action on your recommendations and your guidance to them if you make appropriate eye contact when you're giving them that specific guidance, which I found really interesting. We also assess personality from eye contact, right? Those who leverage it more often are, are seen to be more intelligent, more conscientious, and more sincere. So we're making a lot of judgments about that person, not based on what they're saying, but how they're connecting with us with our eyes, whether we're speaking or how we're listening. And we even rate them to be more similar, than our, more similar to ourselves than not if they're making eye contact, right? So if we're connecting with them with our eyes and they're connecting with us, we're saying, hey, these people are more like us or, or, or they, we have a lot in common. Right. And something that's really interesting here is, is pupil mimicry, which is a fascinating phenomenon that says that when we're making eye contact with somebody, their pupils tend to dilate and constrict with ours and vice versa. Right. So our pupils start mimicking each other. And that's certainly not something that's happening on the conscious level, but it, it's a part of our biological reaction 
to the eye contact that we're making. Another note about eye contact is that the muscles around the eyes tell us an awful lot about that person's thought process and what they're thinking and what they're feeling. And I'll get a lot more into this when I do a deep dive around micro expressions, but a few quick examples, right? And we all kind of know this intuitively, but when eyebrows are raised, it's an indication that there's interest there. When their pupils are dilated, they're more stimulated, they're more engaged with you. And it could mean lots of things. It could mean that they're more engaged with what you're saying. It could mean that they're attracted to you, but there's more stimulation and engagement there. And when pupils are more restricted, they're less engaged with what you're saying. Scientists have even been able to correctly predict if a participant in a study is going to pick a number that's higher or lower than the previous number, and even how much higher or lower, just based on their eye movements, which I thought was really fascinating, powerful, and even a little bit, a little bit scary. And the last note, just on the power of eye contact before we start to move towards some tips, is go to YouTube and check out the world's biggest eye contact experiment that was done by the influencers. There they asked strangers in, in something like 150 cities around the world to spend a minute just staring into each other's eyes with a perfect stranger. And what happens is just extraordinarily powerful and, and so emotional. So I definitely recommend that, that you go to check this out. But you know, shifting to how do we make eye contact? Because I know there's a lot of nervousness out there about it. I can remember early in my career, which was in banking in a sales role, I was talking to somebody who I thought was really gregarious and good at connecting with people. And I asked for his opinion about eye contact because I knew it was important, but I really didn't know how to do it right. <laughs> right. And, and his advice was, hey, you know, just do what feels natural. But it took me a long time to figure out what felt natural because I wanted to show that I was paying attention. Um, but, uh, and I was connected with what they were saying, but I also didn't want to look like a psychopath and just stare at them, right. And stare into their eyes. So I had to kind of find that right balance over time. Luckily for you, research has, given us some thoughts on what that right balance is. So the first thing in general, target maintaining eye contact for about 60 to 70% of the conversation. So you don't want to stare in their eyes like a lunatic 100% of the time, right? You also don't want to be looking away. You want to look at them more often than not. And on average, people are most comfortable with eye contact that runs about, well, between three to 10 seconds, 10 getting uh, on that higher range right? So practice every three to seven or eight seconds kind of looking away and then looking back to them. And more specifically, when, when you're speaking to somebody, you know, focus on that five to 10 second range. And then at that point, just naturally glance away and glance back. Now, what you don't want to do is glance at your phone. You don't want to kind of glance over their head like there's something more important behind them, right? Just a natural glance away uh, as you're thinking and then connect back with them, connect back with their eyes. If you're talking to multiple people at once, target two to three seconds per person. So looking at the first person, two to three seconds, shifting to the second, to the third, et cetera, and then circling back around to make sure that you're connecting with each of them, but not any individual too much. And again, you're not looking kind of scary by completely focusing on, on one person way too intently. Now, when listening to somebody else talking, that five to 10 second rule also applies but when you look away, it, it's good to give an acknowledgement like, uh-huh, mm, mm, right? Or shaking, nodding your head, right? To let them know that you're engaged and you're listening, but you still don't want to be just locked in on their eyes. So looking away every five to 10 seconds. And again, stay away from looking at your phone and paying attention to everything that's going on around you. Try to be present with them. So I know that there can be a lot of nervousness um, about connecting with somebody's eyes for a consistent period of time. So I wanted to share some tips for doing that. 
one of my favorite tips came from an actor buddy of mine. And, and we, recently, we, we recently interviewed him for the podcast, so you'll hear him down the road over the next couple months. But his tip from an acting perspective is to look at the person's eyebrows. You know, you don't have to look directly into their eyes. Look at their eyebrows and, and it looks exactly like you're looking into their eyes from their perspective, but takes away some of that emotional side of it, the nervousness that you may have of looking directly into their eyes. And in fact, research has shown that just generally looking at somebody's face is equal or creates an equal impact to looking in their eyes, right? So if you're looking at their mouth or say their forehead, um, you can still get that same impact that they feel that you're paying attention to them. But, but I would say that you do want to focus around the eye area because as we talked about before, the muscles around the eyes tell you a whole lot about what they're thinking and you don't want to miss that. So the eyebrows is a really good place to focus on because you can still capture all what's happening around the eyes. A second tip comes from Susan Scott in her book, Fierce Conversations, which I definitely recommend. And in the book, she talks about using soft eyes. She learned this technique through self-defense training where she stood in a circle and anybody could attack her from any side, right? So you have to really leverage your peripheral vision and not focus too much on one object. And leveraging that in conversations means taking in the person's whole body, their whole face, leveraging your peripheral to take in more, but still having a bit of a focus towards their eyes. And from their perspective, it gives you the look of having soft, intent eyes without you know, that dramatic stare and that kind of vicious focus, if you will. <coughs> it can also help to understand gazes a bit. And there's really two kinds of gazes I want to talk about. The first is a power gaze. So you use this in a situation where you want to come across as dominant. And, and for this picture, a triangle on somebody's face going between each of their eyes and the center of their forehead. And the idea is just to continually kind of lock your eyes within that triangle and, you know, shift around between the forehead and, and their eyes. And again, this will give a, a bit of a look of dominance. So use this in a situation where you really want to kind of take control. The flip side of that is the social gaze, which is much more friendly and warm and attractive. And for this, you flip that triangle upside down. And here's between the two eyes and the middle of the lips. And again, just shifting your gaze around that triangle is, is much more of an open and friendly focus. So, and then the last tip just around eye contact in the moment is see if you can notice the color of their eyes, right? Focus enough to notice that detail in their eyes and what's happening around them and see what you can learn from an, an emotional and a thought process perspective from that. Just a few more tips. One is around awareness, right? So after the fact, after a conversation, take a second and just think about how much eye contact did you really make with that person? And what did you learn from that? When I started doing this, I was astounded by how little eye contact I actually made with the person. Like I couldn't tell you what their eye color was. I couldn't tell you what their eyes were doing during the conversation, even though I felt like I was somebody who made a lot of eye contact. Another tip is to practice, right? Practice in front of the mirror. Use your own eyes to look into them. Practice looking into your eyes with soft eyes, say for five seconds and then look away. Practice the dominant gaze and the social gaze and see how it looks and plays back to you. Just play with those things. There's also lots of opportunities to practice on YouTube. There's actually videos where you can practice making eye contact with folks making eye contact back at you. And it's interesting. When I did this, I actually started to feel a connection for that person, even though I knew they were just a video, right? And they weren't obviously looking back at me. But it can be powerful practice and just getting used to looking for five seconds and looking away or even looking for an extended period of time to see what that feels like. So those are some thoughts on 
overall eye contact. Now, I just wanted to finish up circling back to Zoom calls and how you can make um, better eye contact leveraging that because as we talked about, it's really important to do on Zoom calls as it is in person as well. So the first tip is a pretty simple one. Just take the video of that Zoom call or that video call and place it in the top middle of your screen, which is closer to the camera, so that when you're looking at it, you're actually looking closer to the camera, which makes it look like you're looking into their eyes, right? Because to connect with them and their eyes, you want to look directly into the camera itself. The other one's actually really interesting, and, and it's research-based, and, and that they did some research where they learned that if you tilt your screen back a little bit, so it's at an angle, it forces you to look up towards the image, especially if you have that image in the top middle of the screen, which forces you to appear like you're looking more into the camera and appear like you're looking more into their eyes. It was actually proven to generate a better response from an eye contact perspective. So leverage those tips, right? Put the video in the top middle, tilt your screen back a little bit, and that might help you with the eye contact from Zoom calls. And then just practice eye contact. It's amazing the connection you can have with somebody when you're making really appropriate and focused eye contact with them. And it's amazing the additional influence that you can have from that, as well as additional understanding of what's going on in their head. So I hope that you guys find that helpful. Don't let the momentum stop now. Continue your path towards connecting at another level by joining the Communication Nation. We'll be discussing today's topics as well as more real-world solutions to transforming your life personally and professionally at facebook.com slash groups slash join the Communication Nation. Remember, you're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and life. And that conversation starts right here on The Art of Communication.